Pete, what's up, brother? Welcome to another episode of the Alpha Activation Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be chatting about neediness, specifically why it destroys your sex life and more specifically, what you can do about it. So what you can do if you're feeling needy, how you can avoid communicating neediness, uh, particularly in dating and relationships. It's going to be juicy. Let's get into it. Dedicated to helping you become a man you can be proud of, exploring masculinity, social dynamics, sex, psychology, and all that a modern man needs to ensure that you are always in control and live life on your terms. Welcome to Alpha Activation. Hey King, listen, it takes a lot of commitment to make this podcast work. I do it because helping legends like you become heroes amongst men is my priority. It's time to take our power back and make this world better daily. You can help the channel thrive and reach many worldwide by becoming a podcast supporter. It's kind of like crowdsourcing. You can contribute a small amount monthly, which will help pay for costs like electricity, internet bills, software costs, and new studio equipment. That way, I'll have more time and resources to make even better content for all of you. You'll not only be supporting the podcast, you'll also be contributing to better free training on the membership site, MasculinityMadeEasy.com. Plus, helping to build out the studio so I can create even better premium content as well. It's more than just the cost of doing this business. It's that together we can reach more men and pull our collective selves out of the gutter and back into excellence again. If you want to support the Alpha Activation podcast, head over to my anchor page, which is anchor.fm slash alpha activation. That's anchor.fm slash alpha activation. And then click the support button and you can contribute a monthly amount which you feel comfortable with. Thank you to all of you who are already contributing. You know who you are because of you. I've now got more time to make more episodes. Thanks again for listening. And remember, be the best. Okay, so what is neediness? So essentially, neediness is when you don't feel valuable enough as you are. When you are feeling like you are at your detriment in relation to other people and that you are kind of on the back foot. Uh, that's a idiom or phrase which means that you feel lesser or like you're not good enough to be in the situation. It's also a pull to try and get something from someone. Like you need some kind of something from someone. And it's hilarious because no one can actually give you what the neediness tells you that you need to get from them in that moment. It's literally blowing anxiety, social anxiety, out of proportion and it all comes down to basing your self-worth on other people's opinions. So what this does when you are needy around people is it comes through in your body language, it comes through in your vocal tonality and 
it has a effect of essentially repelling people unless they are also, you know, mentally unstable or maybe they'll exploit you because of it. That's another downside to it. So what is neediness exactly? So neediness is essentially your sympathetic nervous system. Okay, so your nervous system has two sides to it. It's, you've got the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, the parasympathetic nervous system tells your body to chill out in plain language. It chills you out because you don't have to do anything, whereas the sympathetic nervous system prepares your body for action. So if you're feeling really needy, you have a belief in your mind which is either making you feel worthless or unworthy or makes you believe that you need to get something from the other person in order to feel okay. Whichever those two beliefs are, they are creating a needy behavior within you and this behavior manifests in terms of you know, acting um, overly nice, for example, or, you know, being a little bit desperate, you know, really trying to get someone's attention, agreeing with everything they say, because your belief structure in your mind is, I am not worth anything compared to this other person, I need to get something from them in order to validate my existence. Now, None of this is true, you know, in, in terms of those belief structures. But a lot of modern day media pumps the idea that we are incomplete human beings, that we we don't have, you know, the full structure or capacity as we are to, to be complete and unfortunately this creates a dynamic where we are looking to other human beings in order to complete us now even you know sex even amazing sex with someone who really turns you on who really gets you you're you're like really into each other you're just naturally going at it that doesn't complete you that doesn't validate you as a man or as a human being in fact those are beautiful experiences, yes, definitely, but they don't bring the measure of who you are up to a level where you can then feel okay with yourself. You know, it's a paradigm which we're led to believe. The reality of it is that the more you let go of needing anything from anyone or evaluating yourself based on who you're talking to, the more relaxed you become and your sympathetic nervous system will start to relax as well. Then your parasympathetic nervous system will come into play. You'll be more relaxed, more chilled out and your communication, your body language, your vocal tonality will be way more relaxed, comfortable and then you won't repel people because this is what happens. You know, people do get into a relationship with a girl and then suddenly they become really needy and desperate and they don't really know why um, because they believe, you know, the media message that you are not complete without this person and then they, you start to essentially blame your well-being, you blame your happiness, you blame that sense of love or pleasure or whatever it is 
on the other person, which means you then enforce on yourself this belief that without that other person, you are incomplete. Without that other person, you are not worthy. Without getting something from that other person, you are not valid. You need to get something from that other person. And this manifests in like needy behavior, like the way that you speak to that other person, the way that you're always trying to, you know, beg them for attention, essentially, through your actions. Like, you know, for example, laughing at everything they do and say, um, agreeing with everything, not really being honest about who you are. Maybe it's someone you're sleeping with, or maybe you've never even slept with this person, and you could be stuck in the friend zone, and it's partially because of this needy behavior. So, essentially, neediness will ruin your sex life. It makes it much harder for you to naturally be an authentic, attractive, sexy human being when you're constantly trying to get validation from other people, where you're constantly trying to get or prove to yourself that you're worthy via the opinions, the interactions, the reactions from other people. And essentially what this does is this brings um, other needy or other, you know, neurotic people into your life instead of attracting those, you know, confident, relaxed, really genuine, you know, warm, loving, beautiful feminine women into your life, it has the opposite effect where, you know, you're, you're attracting people who exploit that neediness. So, you don't end up getting what you need in the belief and essentially like continual self-sabotage that is neediness. Now, it's really subtle. It's like sometimes you don't even notice it's happening. Maybe you're you're rolling around with this chick for ages and it's and it all seems like really good and then out of the blue she's like what are we doing here what is this and she tests you and and you suddenly feel this sense of loss aversion you suddenly feel like this pull in your heart oh shit oh no i've got to i've got to i've got to change i've got to do something about this and then after that suddenly you're your um sense of dominance your sense of leadership is is starting to um, become much softer in 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 terms of um, you know not really being that strong dominant force anymore. Instead, you become that you know much weaker um, supplicating force where you're constantly trying to ensure that you can still have sex with this person. That's neediness. It all comes down to the need, feeling like, oh, you, you, you need this person in your life, you need to have sex with this person in order to feel complete. That is the paradigm and that is what is untrue. You have to be able to be comfortable with the ending, be comfortable with it suddenly just blowing up in your face and just being honest about that with yourself and just saying, okay, yeah, I mean, the only completion you're ever going to get is going to come from you. It's never going to come from these other people. Whether you're with them, whether you want to be with them, whether you've had a crush on them for however long, 
they do not complete you. They never will. Even if you are having sex with them, you are the one that's generating all of the feelings, you know, all of the pleasure, all of the orgasmic pleasure inside yourself through the way that you're describing the situation and reacting to the situation in your mind and in your body. It's, it's hilarious how much of that we blame on other people when the real facts of the matter is you're the one that's generating it inside yourself all of the time, which is really good news because you don't have to believe this paradigm anymore. You don't have to have hold this belief that, oh, I need a woman to complete me. I need this specific woman to complete me. I need to have sex in order to feel okay. I need to feel validated. You don't need any of that. So let's make it a bit more practical because that is a whole bunch of conceptual ideas, knowledge that you've just opened up and it's like, well, okay, but sometimes I just randomly feel anxious. Sometimes I just randomly feel needy. What, what, the, what the fuck do I do about that? And yeah, so bringing that back to the simplicity of what actually goes on. So initially, if you believe something can damage your well-being, damage your identity, because that's what it all comes back to, your identity, you want to be seen uh, you want to see yourself as a man who gets these things in life and couple that with loss aversion and and um you know believing that there's something wrong if those criteria aren't met and the low self-worth it creates this cocktail of anxiety which drives action so the trick is to interrupt the loop when that comes up so when you feel that anxiety and you feel the pull like, oh, I've really got to impress this person, or ah, oh, um, I'm really like nothing compared to her, or ah, oh, I really need to have sex with this person in order to feel okay. Right there, you interrupt the pattern. The way you do that is you relax your body, you relax your mind. You just stop thinking for a moment, and you notice that your consciousness is unaffected by what's going on inside your body. You just relax, you rest there and you'll notice that that sense of anxiety, that sense of neediness will pass because, you know, we've trained for years that, that all these emotions are the be and end all of our identity. They're not, they're just reactions in the moment and they get exaggerated and blown out of proportion by our beliefs in them. So the first step is to relax and allow it to be without trying to avoid it, without trying to change it, just let it be there and be unaffected by it. This is why resilience is so important because without resilience, you know, you're just being drawn into this needy space of desperation because you can't see your own value. So this is the first step. So when you're in that space and when you are, you know, starting to recognize that your consciousness is unaffected by your emotions, then your nervous system is going to start to relax because unconsciously you're telling yourself that there isn't really a threat. Because this is what it's all about. It's about trying to avoid a threat to your identity. 
Now, there never is, there isn't any threat. Whether you get with that person, whether you don't, whether you sleep with someone, whether you don't sleep with someone, there is no threat. It's just blown out of proportion. You've piled a bunch of different beliefs around the sensation and you are kind of running with it and you're running into a direction which isn't fun, which isn't good. So, you know, first of all, relax and stop investing energy, investing belief in it and let it be there and you'll see that it passes. No single emotion, no thought that you have no idea about yourself is completely set in concrete in your mind. You know, try and hold it there in your mind, like this idea of yourself, and you will just drift off. You'll go into something else. You'll start imagining something this way, that way. You'll forget what it was. You'll try and remember. That's just the way the mind works. Nothing is static. And it is exactly the same with the feeling of neediness. It doesn't define you, it doesn't have to drive your actions. So once you relax, allow it to be there and let it pass, that is the first step. Next, you're gonna wanna take care of your hydration. Make sure that you're fully hydrated. You've got enough electrolytes in your body because without that basic level of hydration and nutrition, you are naturally gonna be more anxious. You're naturally gonna be more stressed, you're naturally going to be more stretched, more depressed, because you want the flow of serotonin in your gut to be optimal. And that is that, you know, sense of peace and calm comes from that hormone. And most of that is generated via your gut. So you need to take care of yourself, you need to stay hydrated. If you're dehydrated, you can get set off in, in a, in, in a flash, because you know, you don't have that base level of nutrition, so you become more simplistic. Why do you become more simplistic? Because we need that nutrition. So obviously you're gonna be more neurotic because it helps solve the problem quicker. You know, a, someone who's, you know, starving is gonna to run towards the food faster than someone who's who doesn't even care. So, you know, these are practical things that you need to take care of. And it's it, it's not about, you know, like trying to change your thoughts. That's absolutely pointless because your thoughts bounce all over the place anyway. You know, as soon as you feel needy and anxious, trying to be like, oh, no, no, I'm confident, I'm confident, like pushing it away. All that does is unconsciously tell your sympathetic nervous system that, yes, there is a threat. We need to prepare for action aka go into fight or flight, aka that's even more anxiety, you're going to feel even more needy. You may be able to avoid it for a, a period of time, but it will come back, it will come back stronger, you'll feel even more needy, you know, or something will happen, like you'll be with the girl and then some random event will come up, like maybe she'll get a text and suddenly be a bit pissed off and then that'll completely throw you off. Instead, if you become mentally resilient to the point where you don't give a fuck about the neediness, then your parasympathetic nervous system comes into play, relaxes your body, the, the sensation passes, and every time it passes, bruv, every time those sensations pass and you see that you're exactly the same, you're unhurt, you're untouched, you get even more resilient, you get even stronger. It's like doing reps, but the reps is... Um, the action of non-action. So it's the action of not investing in, in these beliefs. 
it's like you know you see you see lions in the Serengeti and they're just sitting there and there's all the other lions like playing around all the adolescent lions all clambering around and the main lion just doesn't even notice them you want to have that same strong resilience or or wolf in the wolf pack like the big daddy wolf just doesn't even notice all the other wolves who are just like playing around doing stuff. You want to be the same, whichever metaphor works for you. You want to be the same where you're grounded regardless of the neediness, the anxiety. You allow it to pass and by the power of that, you see that it has no power over you. So you act and invest even less the next time it comes up, which extracts the power. It takes the power out of it. It takes the bite, the sting out of the neediness. And it all happens unconsciously, like you naturally reprogram your response to these situations and always ensure that you, you've got the basics covered, you know, basic nutrition, hydration. You know, it's incredible how, you know, needy and anxious you become when you're dehydrated. Why? Because your body's telling you, quick, you've just you've got to drink something and makes you more neurotic so that you, you find the solution. But in this day and age, we've got everything around us. We don't even think of that. Then we label it as, oh, I'm unworthy because of this person over here. And then you become even more needy and you really want to get something from that person. And then all of a sudden, you're acting like overly nice and you're, you're acting kind of sickly and you're just repelling people all, all the time. You're just pushing people away. Instead of doing that, instead of believing in the um, popular media feels over reels um, that sell more records, bullshit, you know, allow that stuff to pass by. Stand as a strong man you are and don't be pushed around by your perceptions and paradigms of other people. And start to remember, start to always bring it back to yourself. You are the source. You are the originator of your happiness. You are the bringer of your own happiness. You are the bringer of your own destiny. It isn't about anyone else. No one else gives it to you. You generate it within yourself. Or you do the opposite. You generate the lack or the, or the loss of it or the paradigm of the loss of it you know there's people in prison on death row who have come to complete peace with their entire life complete peace with the fact that they're going to be executed now i don't know about you but if i was in that position it would be fucking terrifying so if they can do it if they can if they can take their um, situation, come to peace with it, allow that anxiety and that neediness to pass, we can too. Each and every one of us can too. Everyone listening to this podcast can as well. And you'll find that when you are not needy, you bring it back to yourself. People just assume that you are incredibly confident. People will be like, magnetized to you they'll be attracted to you it will create the confident comfortable space for people to be sexually attracted to you there is no space for that if you're overly needy if you're overly desperate if you're really anxious it will just put people on edge we read people by via the motor mirror neurons so we we see people's micro movements in their face their micro movements in their expressions 
the way they're standing, the way their hand shakes if they've got a tremor. And it's incredible how much of that is then generated within the other person as well. So if you're really anxious, if you're really needy, then all of a sudden they're going to be feeling that as well and that removes any space whatsoever for you to really be able to create that natural sexual attraction where people are chilled out, they're relaxed. You know, if, if you're on edge, you know, you don't really want to um, open yourself up to that kind of circumstances, particularly if you're female. If you're on edge, it's like, okay, there's something not right here. This is dangerous. Obviously, you know, she's not going to want to have sex. But if you're relaxed, you're chilled, you're not needy, then it creates more of a comfortable ground. Well, it creates the basic ground for you to enact and enjoy each other fully in a sexual way. And, you know, it is powerfully attractive, whereas neediness is the opposite. It's, it's repulsive. It will push people away. Or the people that it will attract will exploit you because you'll be easy to exploit, or, you know, they'll just be even more neurotic and even more needy that you'll just end in this really toxic cycle of splitting up, getting back together, splitting up, getting back together, splitting up, getting back together, which is not fun. It's really painful. It's, it's, it's horrible. So, you know, let it be, let it pass, and remember that you are not defined by how you feel. Your worth isn't defined by other people's opinions of you. You know, take care of your basic nutrition. Ensure that you drink enough. Ensure that you get your electrolytes, you know, magnesium, potassium, and sodium. They're so basic, but they provide that ground of equanimity on a biological level. And from that space, you are less pushed around. Now, you can do other stuff, like, for example, cold showers in the morning really train that resilience up because having that ice cold water on your body in the morning first thing that is a jolt which um, wakes you up but also prepares you for any emotional reactivity because you've already felt like the most oh, shocking thing of the day already so a little bit of anxiety is nothing compared to that so that's another way to train your resilience and, you know, I do have a lot of programs on resilience um, and there's way more coming as well. In fact, I've got a um, an opening for 50 of you to join a test group where you're going to get about five grand's worth of training for free if you take part fully and if you qualify. Now, if that's something that would interest you, Keep a lookout because I'm going to be putting feelers out for it soon. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for when I drop that. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. See you next time. Hey, legend. Thanks for listening to this podcast. 
You'll get back to it in a few seconds. Just quickly, I want to give you something. Check out my free ebook, Signals. In Signals, you're getting the three simple behavior habits that rewire your brain to automatically have a dominant alpha mindset. I've crammed them all into a short, direct, and easy to implement ebook. The best part is it's free. You can get Signals today by going to alphaactivation.com and join hundreds of Alpha Activation brothers who are naturally dominating their destiny and enjoying success in their relationships, sex, and social lives. Who else wants to live the Alpha lifestyle? Go to alphaactivation.com and get started today. Hey, thanks for listening. And thanks for choosing to be part of the Alpha Activation Brotherhood. As an Alpha Activation Brother, you are now part of a small collective of significant individuals that will make a massive impact on the world. Because society is desperate for strong men like you. Together, we will make it happen. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a good review. Doing that makes it easy for others to find it. If you didn't enjoy it, then don't leave a review because we want this message to get to the right people. So far, this work has stopped several men committing suicide. It's essential to get to those guys. If you think this podcast can help others, share it with them. And remember, all my programs and links are at alphaactivation.com. Go ahead and bookmark that page so you have access to everything I produce. You can find me on Instagram at alphaactivation, where you can reach out, comment, and ask questions. Remember, be the best. See you next time.